grace to you and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Welcome to our podcast, To Be a Christian, the Anglican Catechism in a Year, where we are learning what it means to be a Christian and the essentials for our Christian faith and lives. Each day we are reading one catechism question, the appointed scripture lessons, and concluding with a relevant collect from the Book of Common Prayer. If you would like to buy or download To Be a Christian, the official catechism of the Anglican Church in North America, head to anglicanchurch.net slash catechism. As always, we encourage you to reflect on the catechism question and answer as we hear from the Holy Scripture readings and search for points of insight, deeper truth, and meaning for your lives. Today is day 245, and we are on the section concerning corporate worship. Yesterday we answered, what is liturgy? Today we are on question 245. Why do Anglicans worship with a structured liturgy? We will conclude today with the first prayer of the people in the Anglican Standard Text. Question 245. Why do Anglicans worship with a structured liturgy? Anglicans worship with a structured liturgy because it embodies biblical patterns of worship, fosters reverence and love for God, deepens faith in Jesus Christ, and is in continuity with the practices of Israel and the early church. Numbers chapter 6 verses 22 through 27, Aaron's blessing. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons saying, Thus you shall bless the people of Israel. You shall say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So shall they put my name upon the people of Israel and I will bless them. Deuteronomy chapter 12 verses 8 through 14. You shall not do according to all that we are doing here today, everyone doing whatever is right in his own eyes. For you have not as yet come to the rest or to the inheritance that the Lord your God is giving you. But when you go over to the Jordan and live in the land that the Lord your God is giving you to inherit, and when he gives you the rest from all your enemies around so that you live in safety, then to the place that the Lord your God will choose, to make his name dwell there, there you shall bring all that I command you your burnt offerings and your sacrifices, your tithes and your contribution that you present, and all your finest vow offerings that you vow to the Lord. And you shall rejoice before the Lord your God, you and your sons and your daughters, your male servants and your female servants, and the Levite that is within your towns, since he has no portion or inheritance with you. Take care that you do not offer your burnt offerings at the place that you see, but at the place that the Lord will choose in the one of your tribes. There you shall offer your burnt offerings, and there you shall do all that I am commanding you. Psalm 96 O sing unto the Lord a new song, sing unto the Lord all the whole earth, sing unto the Lord and praise his name, tell of his salvation from day to day, declare his honor to the nations and his wonders to all peoples. For the Lord is great and highly to be praised, he is more to be feared than all gods. As for all the gods of the nations, they are but idols. But it is the Lord who made the heavens. Glory and majesty are before him. Power and honor are in his sanctuary. Ascribe unto the Lord, O you families of the peoples. Ascribe unto the Lord worship and power. Ascribe unto the Lord the honor due unto his name. Bring offerings and come into his courts. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. Tell it out among the nations. The Lord is king. It is he who has made the world so firm that it cannot be moved. He shall judge the peoples righteously. 
Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad. Let the sea make a noise and all that is therein. Let the field be joyful and all that is in it. Then shall all the trees of the wood rejoice before the Lord. For he comes, for he comes to judge the earth and with righteousness to judge the world and the peoples with his truth. Acts chapter 2 verses 42 through 47, the fellowship of the believers. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And all came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all, as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. Revelation chapter 15 The Seven Angels with Seven Plagues Then I saw another sign in heaven, great and amazing, seven angels with seven plagues, which are the last, for with them the wrath of God is finished. And I saw what appeared to be a sea of glass mingled with fire, and also those who had conquered the beast and its image and the number of its name, standing beside the sea of glass with harps of God in their hands. And they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and amazing are your deeds, O Lord, the God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the nations. Who will not fear, O Lord, and glorify your name? For you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship you, for the righteous acts have been revealed. After this I looked, and the sanctuary of the tent of witnesses in heaven was opened. And out of the sanctuary came the seven angels with the seven plagues, clothed in pure, bright linen, with golden sashes around their chests. And one of the four living creatures gave to the seven angels seven golden bowls full of wrath of God, who lives forever and ever. And the sanctuary was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power. And no one could enter the sanctuary until the seven plagues of the seven angels were finished. A reading from the Didache, chapter 8 to 10, concerning fasting and prayer. But let not your fasts be with the hypocrites, for they fast on the second and fifth day of the week, but fast on the fourth day in the preparation, which is Friday. Neither pray as the hypocrites, but as the Lord commanded in his gospel, thus pray, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, as in heaven, so on earth. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And bring us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the power and the glory forever. Thrice in the day thus pray. The Thanksgiving, that is the Eucharist. Now concerning the Eucharist, thus give thanks. First, concerning the cup. We thank you, our Father. For the holy vine of David, your servant, which you have made known to us through your Son, Jesus Christ, your servant, to you be the glory forever. And concerning the broken bread, we thank you, our Father, for the life and knowledge which you have made known to us through your Son, Jesus Christ, your servant, to you be the glory forever. Even as this broken bread was scattered among the hills and was gathered together and became one, so let your church be gathered together from the ends of the earth into your kingdom. For yours is the glory and the power through Jesus Christ forever. But let no one eat or drink of your Eucharist, but they who have been baptized into the name of the Lord. For concerning this also the Lord has said, Give not that which is holy to the dogs. Question 245. 
Why do Anglicans worship with a structured liturgy? Anglicans worship with a structured liturgy because it embodies biblical patterns of worship, fosters reverence and love for God, deepens faith in Jesus Christ, and is in continuity with the practices of Israel and the early church. The First Prayer of the People in the Anglican Standard Text Almighty and ever-living God, we are taught by your holy word to offer prayers and supplications and to give thanks for all people. We humbly ask you mercifully to receive our prayers. Inspire continually the universal church with the spirit of truth, unity, and concord. And grant that all who confess your holy name may agree in the truth of your holy word and live in unity and godly love. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to Him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen.